Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to JoJo's Journey. This is podcast number three, and I just wanted to thank you all individually um, for your loyalty and for tuning in for this podcast number three. So I'm glad I didn't lose you in the previous podcast. So welcome back. Um, Things I kind of learn, um, kind of one of those people that tend to analyze, reanalyze, and I try to tell myself, should have, could have, would have, and I've actually gotten a lot better with that. There were times where I actually kind of marinate with those what-ifs questions that it got to the point where it was very cyclic, and it was very unhealthy because it's not like you can rewind time so what is the purpose of doing that so what I learned is you kind of take these experiences you see what you can learn from them you take what you can learn from them and then you grow from that and so with that being said I looked at my or I listened to my previous two podcasts and I was thinking first of all I got over the fact of how I sound on um on a podcast pad on a podcast rather than what I think I sound like and it's not as bad as I used to cringe when I heard myself on tape before but it's actually a lot better so I think it's probably in part to do with a good microphone so Anybody thinking of starting a podcast, get yourself a good microphone and go from there. Um, That's another plug for the microphone. Anyways, um, as I mentioned, what you learn, what you take from it, and how you can grow from it. I listened to my previous two podcasts and there were certain things that I was like, I think I can get a little better with that. So I didn't realize this until I listened to myself that I say obviously a lot. And to me, I don't mean it in a sarcastic, um, kind of condescending way, but the word itself and sometimes the way I can say it can come across condescending. So if I offended anyone out there um, with me saying obviously or, you know, things like that, I'm apologizing in advance. And I know that I shouldn't have to apologize for every little thing, but sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So if my intonation comes off like, uh, obviously, it's not meant to be that way. So take it with a grain of salt and just, you know, use it as maybe a comic relief or, oh gosh, this girl's talking weird again. And we'll go from there. Um, I also wanted to clarify some terms that I said. Um, I made a reference to uh, buying um, something on Amazon. And I said it wasn't essential. Well, what does essential mean? Like, obviously, okay, there I said, obviously again. Um, essential meaning it's not considered one of those items such as toilet paper or sanitizing wipes or sanitizer so it's not prioritized in an Amazon delivery where before when you had an Amazon Prime membership 
you could guaranteed get your deliveries in two days. It's not so the case right now because a lot of other things are being prioritized, which is fine, but I just needed to clarify that term. Um, another thing I said was uh, coronavirus 2019, which technically I'm not wrong. Um, we are experiencing it three months into the, well, the U.S. is experiencing it about three months into the new year, but it actually started in 2019. So it's not that I'm misinformed or anything like that or trying to misinform you guys, but it's more just I made that reference because I thought of the title COVID-19, to, to COVID which really means COVID, to, you know, 2019. Um, another thing I learned is I have to turn my audio down for my computer. For instance, there's probably a part in the podcast, I don't know if you picked up on it, but you're going to know now that an email went off and the tone went off and it sounded like I got an email. And I remember thinking, listening to my my podcasts again, thinking, huh, I keep getting a lot of emails. And I realized it's the same email that was sent while I was broadcasting. So you guys probably got tempted to check your emails at that point. And I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so um, I learned to just turn off everything on the computer. This is kind of a work in progress for me. And I need to remind you guys that, or I need to tell you guys also, um, this is kind of a one woman show. Like I don't have a sound engineer. I don't have um, an artistic director. Um, and I don't have, you know, a, but you know, writers that are kind of scripting how these topics are going to go. This is kind of just me free styling this, if you will, um, without the rap or anything or, you know, the, anything to that nature, but just more like just freestyling, talking, and it's an even added benefit that I'm talking to myself. So if I ramble, sorry. Uh, but I will catch myself here and there. And so let's go from there. Things I learned. So that's what I learned in terms of podcasts. Uh, what have you guys learned out there in terms of about yourselves during this pandemic or quarantine? I had mentioned before that obviously this... T oh my God, I keep saying obviously. I feel like I need to get one of those... Um, Pavlov's training where I say a certain negative reinforcement I say a certain word and I just get buzzed somewhere or something I have a feeling at some point in time I'm probably going to salivate when I hear that word and it's probably going to go you know this experiment is going to go awry and that's going to happen so um where was I this time is probably a time of self-reflection and whatnot. But I also, I failed to mention, and, you know, I, I, I didn't mean to do so. This is also a time to spend with our loved ones. Uh, for me, um, my intimate loved one at this point is my mother. And I 
made reference to her and my dad in, in, you know, the process of seeing them age and kind of accepting that. Um, seeing anyone age or anyone you're close to or grew up with, seeing them age is, is definitely, it's a new experience and it's a different experience that you can't really portray to anyone. They have to go through it on their own. And what I can guarantee is that I can't guarantee when they'll go through it, but they will. You will go through a time of seeing your parents age and seeing them at vulnerability. You know, I grew up seeing both of my parents thinking they're the most heroic two people I knew. And it's still the case with with them. And uh, it was the case with my dad until his end. And it will be the case with my mom as she approaches her end. And there's a certain transition that you go through in which you were once the child and you relied on them. And you looked at their example to kind of... uh, be a footprint into what you want to do with your life and how you want to be as as an adult. And there also comes a time in which the roles reverse. And for better lack of the word, you have an opportunity to kind of be the parent and to kind of pay it back. And what I mean by that is, you know, I, I... remember so many times in which I leaned on my my parents for guidance, for reinforcement, for support, for care, for love, and uh, they were there for me. I was lucky growing up because I grew up as an only child. And it's funny when I tell people I'm an only child, they're actually pretty surprised because I'm actually pretty adjusted for an only child. I can actually socialize. I think there is a general notion that people that are only children are kind of challenged when it comes to social interaction. And I was at one point not as social as I am now. I think I came into my own at my own time. I was more of a late bloomer uh, when it came to socializing. But, you know, nevertheless, I was able to adjust and I grew up with my parents who I feel blessed because I had double the attention, double the love, double the support, double the care from each of them. And to go through a time in which the roles reverse and you are the one that will kind of help and assist and care and um, support your parents, it's it's definitely an awe-inspiring time. I've had friends who've lost their parents before me, and I remember thinking, or a time in which I've talked to them, and they tell me it's almost like a turning point in your life. You know, um, for me, I almost felt like there was my natural timeline. You know, I was born, 
and I went to school. I went back to school. I worked. I, you know, did, I um, went back to school again. You know, there's that timeline and there's a timeline of your parents and when things started to change with your parents. When you started to see them not remember things as quickly or not walk as quickly or you kind of look at them and are like, oh my goodness, they're getting up a little slower than you, you know, than I've ever seen them before. And, you know, we're all going to go through that phase, you know, Um, some of us earlier than others, some of us may not reach the advanced stages of aging, but at some point we'll realize that we are not as strong as we used to be. And when you see that in a parent, it's changing for you. And an even more marked time you see or kind of notice is also a time that you lose a parent. And I'd made reference to this before in my beginning podcast and you know, this is um, a journey within myself and my relationships with my friends and with my family. And today's topic is more so my relationship with my parents and seeing them age and see seeing them go through the frailties that is evident in aging, you know, and some people just go through a different type of um progression than others and so because of that thought because of that notion you realize that time is not infinite and time is measured and time is limited and the one thing I try to hold on to and try to um, kind of be a mantra within my life is that I want to spend as much time as I can with my mom. I tried to do that with my dad. And um, I think that's one thing that when you look back, you realize that you kind of did as much as you could. And although you mourn, you know, anyone's loss, or their loss, particularly, you fall back on those times, those tender moments that you had with them, especially in their frail times. And those are the things that balance out the times that you had with them when they were strong, but also the times that you had with them when they weren't so strong. And it kind of helps you see a full circle of your relationship with them and to go through that. And so I just wanted to say, you know, um, on Mother's Day, I tried to spend as much time with my mom as possible. And, you know, um, for anyone who's going through a parent that uh, is subject to memory um, challenges and mood disturbances, you know, it's not as unlimiting as it used to be. Uh, I think you notice times when you've gone through it and you realize, oh, oh, I think it's about time for mom to get rest. And as much as you want to spend the whole day with her, 
you also realize that she has limitations within herself too. And so, you know, um, those times I, I can see is going to get less and less. So it makes me cherish the times that I do have even more so. And so I think what I want to impart here is that the quarantine and pandemic as horrible as it is, as devastating as it is in terms of work, in terms of financial security, in terms of social events and missed opportunities and missed events, I think it's also a time of not just reflection, but just time with loved ones that we probably wouldn't have spent had we been rushing to work, had we been rushing to a concert to meet up with friends, have dinner with significant others and whatnot. So whether it's an aging parent that you're spending time with or growing children, it was an opportunity for us to have more of that. And, you know, this pandemic, this quarantine has definitely changed a lot of viewpoints. And I hope it's going to be those kind of viewpoints that people can learn from, an experience they can take away, uh, a lesson from, and another thing that they can grow from. So as I started this podcast in terms of those three ideas of learning from the podcast and how to develop a better podcast as a one woman show, um, I wanted to say and end that it also can be seen in terms of what you can learn and grow from and take away with this experience, with this whole pandemic. Obviously, we're going to still keep the um, ideals of social distancing, uh, um, washing our hands, trying to be considerate of ourselves, considerate of other people's health, and hopefully we can get through this. Uh, It's also a time for us to just sit and relax and reflect. And I hope that this is just a springboard into uh, a certain outlook and hopefully an improved behavior and um, approach to life that we can execute once everything is also kind of calmed down a little bit through this um, hard times in our lives. So I just wanted to end on that notion. Um, thank you everyone who have given me some good feedback on how this is going and curious on who else is helping me. It's just me. So bear with me. Um, I'll get a little bit more flashy as time goes on. Hopefully as I learn how to maneuver all this, um, editing and whatnot. So Thank you, everyone, and um, make sure to stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, and um, uphold the, the ideals still of social distancing. And until we meet again, 
Thank you for tuning in to JoJo's Journey. of time